Right now at Safeway, shop the big BOGO sale and get all your favorite cleaning essentials. Buy one, get one 50% off. Head into Safeway and shop for select items like Febreze air fresheners, Airwick scented oil refills, Glade three wick candles, Mr. Clean antibacterial cleaner, Method all purpose cleaner, or soft scrub cleanser. And get them buy one, get one 50% off. Offer expires November 28th. Restrictions apply. Visit Safeway.com or head into your local store for full offer details. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. That's why they love Viator. They have over 300,000 bookable experiences and something for everyone. Plus, their travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews, so you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word HARVEST to the number 877-552-4746. Your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Now here's today's life-giving message. Up. Let's make our confession of faith together. It's on the screen. You ready? Let's say it together. For God's glory, this is my best year yet. To the word I'm about to hear, I believe, I obey, I manifest, and that settles it. In Jesus' name, amen. So God, we tell you two things that we are. We are open and we are ready. Come on, say it. We are open and we are ready. Speak, Lord. We will hear and we will obey. I want you to worship God right where you're at in your seat at home in your office for five seconds. Five. Hallelujah. Four. Come on. Hallelujah. Three. Two. One. Everybody say yes, Lord. Let's go to work. So 2022, I've been teaching you all this month, and I drilled at the beginning of the year what that year is going to be for you because you are going to literally experience that in your life. In 2022, you are going to witness a weird year. I taught you that the number two in the Bible is the number of witness, which means you're going to see it and you are going to experience it. For everybody where you have talked about it, watch me, this will not just be a year of talk. This will be a year of walk. This will not just be a year, watch me, of what you plan to do this will be a year where you got it done I need you to act, watch me I need you to act like this is going to be the year you've been waiting for your whole life watch me God has been good to you already but this is the year you've been waiting to get to that's why even when coronavirus tried to take you up out of here you had to survive why because God needed you to get into 2022 because it was going to be a fulfillment of his promises what he has spoken he will fulfill he is not a man that he should lie nor the son of man that he should have to repent I need you to open up your mouth and say I'm about to witness it here's what's interesting about the, na- the, the, the nature of the word witness. Think of it from a legal term. A witness is testifying about something that they have already seen and already heard. Pay attention, which means if this is a year we're going to witness something, and two is the biblical number of witness, pay attention. That's why faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. What does that mean? It means that according to God, it's already happened. So by the time it happens in 2022, heaven says we have already done this a decade 
decade ago. You just had to go through a process. And I'm so glad you didn't quit in the middle of your process. I'm so glad you didn't commit suicide in the middle of your process. I'm so glad you didn't let them crazy people talk you out of your process. I'm so glad you didn't let a city punk you and talk you out of your process. I'm so glad that you didn't let haters talk you out of your process. Why? It's getting ready to happen. Come on, I need you to put that in the atmosphere. Say, it's getting ready to happen. So, watch me, weird sounds weird until it's properly defined. I taught you that in October of 2021, October 21st, 2021, the Lord spoke to me what this year was going to be. And he said, son, this is going to be a weird year. And I said, Lord, you can't possibly expect for me to teach weird. That sounds weird. But he says, I need you to look it up. Pay attention. There are certain things that seem scary to you only because you haven't investigated it. Fear, watch me, is often just the absence of the right information. You're only scared of what you don't know anything about. Which means for some of you, you need to watch me. Here's how you attack your fear. Go get some education. Go get some skill. Get on YouTube. Get on Google. For some of you, you're scared of things that all you got to do is go research. I wish you would be scared of something that all you have to do is do a little bit more research. I wish you would be scared of something that all you have to do is say, God, if you give me one shot. Y'all better hear me. I'm going to tell somebody, this is going to be the year God says you've been praying for it. You've been asking for it. I'm about to give you the shots you've been looking for. I'm about to give you the opportunity you've been looking for. Oh, you said if I did it, you'd show up. I'm about to put you on the stage, and I need you to do what you do. I'm about to open the door wide, and I need you to do what you do. Open your mouth. Say, in my next 12. Say, they'll be my best 12. First definition of weird, it means to do your assignment. This is the thing that you were created to do. This will be a year where you will do what God sent you to the earth to do. Watch me, and that's bigger than a job. That's bigger than a paycheck. Matter of fact, watch me. For many of you, your assignment is just going to wake you up. You're not going to need an alarm clock. Assignment's going to say, let's go. Assignment's going to say, let's get up. Assignment's going to say, you've been in this bed too long. Assignment's going to say, pull them curtains back. Assignment's going to say, we ain't sleeping in all day. We got people to see, places to go, things to do, stuff to make happen, lives to change. Second definition. It is this. It means supernatural. It means unnatural. That means unearthly, unreal. Which means when you think of this year, I need you to think of this year being unreal to you. Watch me in a good way. Because things can be unreal in a negative way. You ever looked at something negative and be like, oh, my God. Things can be unreal in a negative way. So, but this is not that year. Come on, say it with authority. Say, this is not that year. Unearthly, which means it's going to seem like what's happening for you isn't from this planet. In fact, for everybody who said a phrase like this, this is going to be your year. You ready? If you've ever said, things like this never happened to me and never happened for me. You, you, you ever been looking, I, 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 there's this show that comes on that talks about people winning the lotto and, 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 and you know, you have these people that will, they, you know, they win, you know, $40 million, $50 million, $300 million and, and, they, and, and, and there'll be people and when you talk to them, you're like, you're a whole regular person and they'll be like, things like this never normally, they, they, things like this don't happen to me. Elbow somebody say, but it's about to happen for you. I, I need you online. 
Tag somebody on Facebook. Tag somebody on YouTube. Tell them it's about to happen for you. It's going to seem like this is out of this world. I'm not used to stuff like this happening. Watch me. I'm always used to being helped. I'm not used to getting help. I'm always used to doing for other people. I'm not used to somebody doing for me. I'm always used to being the blessing. But now God says, take a seat, baby. I'm about to let you be the one that gets blessed. Third definition, it is uncanny. That means strange, mysterious, mystifying, abnormal, unusual, and unexpected. Let's break this down, and I've taught this every week. If you don't know anything else this year, you're going to know these five definitions. You know what I love about the fact that weird has five definitions? It's five is the number of grace in the Bible. Five is the grace of supernatural in the Bible. Five is the number, watch me, where God says, I give you favor, which means even in the word weird is built in favor. I need some of y'all to get used to being treated better than your FICO score. I need you to get used to being treated better than where you grew up. I need you to get busy. You, you, you used to, watch me, you used to calling everybody else ma'am and sir. I need you to watch that thing be reversed. You're about to walk in some businesses, even in Denver, but they don't even talk like that. And they're about to give you a level of respect you're not even used to. It's going to be strange when you check your bank account and you find money that wasn't supposed to be there. It's going to be strange when your whole family gets saved. It's going to be strange when that ex apologizes and pays you back for the help that they put you through. It's about to be strange in your life. Mysterious. How did this happen? Mystifying. I can't figure it out. Abnormal. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this. Unusual unexpected say I expect the unexpected all right here's the next definition zany it means unconventional unorthodox surreal crazy in left field unconventional that says the normal way I'm not doing it that way matter of fact let me help you with something for decisions you have hesitated in making in 2022 he will force you to make Ain't nobody going to say nothing to me right now. There are things, pay attention, where you have held back on. Watch me. Because comfort has kept you in the same. Mm. There's some friendships you knew you needed to cut off. And you were like, well, we cool. No, God said, yeah, that's the problem. Y'all cool. And I need you to have some folk around you that are hot. I need you to have some people around you that are on fire. I need you to have some people around you that are So everything you've been delayed, God says, I'm going to speed that up in 2022. Don't be shocked if he shuts some doors because you wouldn't. Don't be shocked if he cuts some folk because you wouldn't. Don't be shocked if he gets some people out of certain seats because you wouldn't. <laughs> Say unorthodox. This is going to break your orthodoxy. Then surreal, crazy, in left field. What does that mean? I was expecting it from one place, but it came from another place. All right. And the last definition is this, creepy. And creepy, when we think of creepy, we think of like a creep. Like when we say creepy, when I probably first preached this and I said creepy, some of y'all probably have pictures of people. You're like, you know, they're a little. Why don't they smile? You know, they're a little creepy. That's me. But it literally means fear or unease. Why? You're asking, is this really happening? Is this really happening? Am I really debt free? 
did, I finally finished the degree. Y'all not going to say nothing, but it feels good to me right through here. Watch me, watch me, watch me. Did I finally start the business? Y'all not going to talk to me. Did I finally lose the weight? Okay, y'all ain't going to talk. Did I finally get in the best health of my life? Did, watch me, here it is. Did I finally get a negative report, watch me, from the doctor that says what was there is not there anymore? Did I finally get healed of diabetes? Did I, who am I talking to in here? I need you to open up your mouth and say it's getting ready to happen. Literally, the question is, is this really happening? So I need your confession to be, it's getting ready to happen. And watch me, for those of you who have advanced faith by now, because by the, watch me, there's only one message left in this series, so your faith should be at another level by now. For those of us that have advanced faith, any advanced faith people who meet, advanced faith, here, here's your confession. Say, it's already happened. Because according to God, this thing is done. I'm about to witness what's already done. I'm about to witness what's already done. I need you to elbow somebody say, you're about to witness what's already done. Come on, all my advanced faith people. Come on, let's try it one more time. Say, it's already happened. Come on, y'all. So look, so look, I taught you um, that a weird year needs some things. It needs weird faith. It needs weird focus. It needs weird favor. That's where we talked about Joseph. Joseph was the dreamer. And Joseph, watch me, he, he literally had favor his entire life that no matter what he was in, say he was favored. They threw him in a pit. The, the fall in the pit should have killed him because there was no water in the pit. He's so favored that even when you tried to break him, he couldn't break. I want to talk to about, about, about 10 of y'all in here. Watch me. That there are some people who what they did, watch me, they didn't intend to just hurt you. They didn't intend, intend to just hurt your feelings. They intended to break you. But you're so favored that even when you tried to break me, what you didn't understand about my favor is I am unbreakable. I am unstoppable. I am untouchable. I'm trying to find the faith people on here tonight. Come on, say, I am unbreakable. Say, I am untouchable. I am unstoppable. can't break me. <laughs> Elbow somebody next to you say, you can't break me. A weird year. How, look at me. How do you know you're unbreakable? You ready? How do you know? You ready? Come on. All right, don't catch it. You're going to see if this is unbreakable. Actually, do catch it. If I break my stool. How do you know you're unbreakable? Watch me. I have to try to break you. You don't know you have favor until it's tested. And some of y'all, you're mad that you, watch me, that the attempt to break you happened, but you're not celebrating the fact that even when they attempted to break you, wait a minute. Oh my, everything is just the way it's supposed to be. You, matter of fact, you're stronger now than you were before they tried what they tried. I need you to open up your mouth, please, and say, I am unbreakable. Watch me. So then, so then, look. So number one, they threw him in a pit. 
He didn't break. Number two, he gets sold into slavery into uh, Potiphar's house. Potiphar, he is one of Pharaoh's captains. He's one of Pharaoh's generals, which means even when he's sold into slavery, he's not so, he wasn't sold to Rufus Nell. He sold to Potiphar, one of Pharaoh's captains. Now just consider this. Why would Potiphar, a government official, want a non-Egyptian to serve in his home? Look at me, if for no other reason you don't want government secrets leaked to people who do not share the same citizenry as you do. Come on, let's talk. If for no other reason, watch me, you don't want Russian spies in your camp trying to run back and tell Vladdy what you're doing. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. So, so why would he select a Hebrew? Pay attention. Even when people have tried to sell you off, watch me, and they tried to toss you away, what they didn't understand is even who they tossed you to was favorable. Because while they didn't want you, God said, that's all right. I'm about to upgrade you. Y'all not going to. I'm going to give you to somebody that's got the ability. Watch me. You're going to be one degree away from Pharaoh. In other words, even when they try to do you dirty, I'm actually going to upgrade you because your next circle will be better than your last circle. Stop. For anybody that's ever had people do you dirty, friends do you dirty, business folk do you dirty, I need you to celebrate this. Watch me. Your next circle is going to be an upgrade from your previous circle. Because watch me. Watch me. Joseph's brothers were regular dudes. They were regular guys. And they thought their little clique was the supreme clique. Now realize and watch me. God says, I'm going to have them sell you to Potiphar. And he's going to be a whole number level of life for you. You're going to learn how to be around people with power and authority. You're going to learn how to take instructions from men that are strong. Why? Because I need you to be a strong man. You're going to learn how to not be some punk. I'm going to show you how to rise up. What's a punk? One that runs from trouble. What's a warrior? One that runs to trouble. Say, I'm favored like that. Then, watch me. Then, after Potiphar's wife lies on him because he won't lie with her. Joseph's so favored that the prison he's taken to is not county. It's, it's, it's not, watch me. It's the king's prison. And watch me. Potiphar's not the king. So, what is he doing putting Joseph in the king's prison and he's not the king? Which means, even when you try to confine me, I'm so favored. Ask me this question. Say, how favored am I? That even when people try to confine you, what they don't understand is what they're really doing is simply, watch me, preparing you. Because when he goes into the prison, he gets favor with the warden of the prison and he becomes uh, uh, in charge of the prison and the prisoner. Stop. He's a prisoner himself, yet he's ruling over what he's supposed to be part of. Let me help some of you understand your whole life. Your whole life, even when you tried to be in the back, you kept coming to the front. See, for some of y'all, you try to hide, but watch me, you're not able to hide that long. Why? Because your favor is so, watch me, it is so effervescent that everybody around you sees it but you. In 2022, you're finally about to see what's been on you. Mm -mm. Come on, open your mouth and say, I'm about to see what's been on me. I Everybody else sees it but you. Everybody else understands it but you. In 2022, you're about to understand why. Then he's forgotten because he interprets the dreams of two people, a, a baker and a butler. He interprets their dreams. His dream's not fulfilled. He has two dreams. 
two dreams, 2020. Huh? He tells the dreams to his brothers twice. All right. He goes from a pit uh-huh, to Potiphar mm-hmm, to prison mm-hmm, to a palace. <laughs> While he's in the prison, there's two men that he meets. They each have a dream. There's two dreams he interprets. I need y'all to count. It's super simple. We ain't even going beyond two. We're not even going beyond two. So if math wasn't your thing, that's okay. We're not even going beyond two. There's two dreams that he interprets. And those two dreams that he interprets, watch me, they forget about him. One ends up being executed, which is what Joseph (laughs) said the dream was going to be. And then the other individual, watch me, uh, he forgets about him for how many years? For two years. For two years, look at me, after Joseph sows, for two years after Joseph serves. See, the bigger your harvest, the longer your process. Wait a minute, watch me. For some of y'all, you are talking about God, it's been two weeks. Watch me, if I were you, I wouldn't want a two-week harvest. Because that means it wasn't that much. But for some of us, there's been some things that have been in process for years. Not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, not seven, not eight, not nine, not 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Maybe it's been 15 years. But the longer your process, the bigger your harvest. And I need you to open up your mouth and say, what God does for me next. Say, it's gonna be big. Come on, use these adjectives. Say, it's going to be huge. Say, it's going to be unprecedented. For two years, for two years, for two years, they forget about him. And then one day the chief butler says to Pharaoh, Ah, Pharaoh, I remember my sin. There was this guy I met when I was locked up when you were mad at me. Some of you are about to understand why you had to go through certain places in your journey. It didn't make sense to you why you had to have that job. But there was somebody on that job you were supposed to meet. It didn't make sense to you why you were in this place or that place or the other. And it's about to make sense in 2022 because he meets the butler. Watch me. And the butler, now just think about this. The butler, the butler, the butler, the butler, the butler, the butler. The butler. This is not a, a, an, a, an economic advisor. This is not a military advisor. This is the guy who's responsible for taking care of Pharaoh's house which means he's closer than those advisors. Let's make it modern, because while they may be in the, in the, in the, in the, uh, in the West Wing, the, the, the butler, the butler, the butler is in the residence. I'm going to say it again, because I want everybody in the building that understands America to get this, because in the White House where the president, the chief executive lives, he's not a pharaoh, he's a chief executive, but where he lives, watch me, the advisors, they come to the West Wing, they may go to the Oval, but only the butler gets to go to the residence. Which means, watch me, the one you think is the lowest is actually the one that's the closest. That's why for every person that serves, don't you ever let make anybody make you think you're doing something that's not important. Why? Because your serving is giving you access. Your serving is giving you a door to... So now, watch me, so now when Pharaoh has a dream, he's not going to his economic advisor his military advisor, he's going to his butler. He wakes up and he says, I had this dream. And the butler says, ah, I remember this guy. His name is, say your name. Because somebody's about to remember you. 
Oh, my God. You met them years ago, but they're about to remember you in 2022. Everything that, watch me, I need you to make this declaration. Say, everything the earth has for me, everything that belongs to me in the earth, I command the earth to yield it for me this year. I don't like the way some of y'all said that. Say, everything the earth has for me, I command the earth to yield it this year. So here we go. So here we go. So here we go. So, so, so the butler says, I had this, I, I, I met this guy. This guy knows how to interpret dreams. Pharaoh, you can't, you, you, your dream has got you tripping. It's got you bugging like you're worried about this dream. Let me, we, let's get Joseph. Where's Joseph at? He's locked up. Oh, not anymore. Go tell them to let Joseph go and bring him to me. Watch me. Watch me. Joseph was summoned to Pharaoh. Why do I keep having you do certain things? It's because you've been so busy chasing stuff. In 2022, here's what's going to be weird. It's coming to you. I'll go by myself. Excuse me. I'm not chasing damn thing in the end, but it's coming to me. It's coming to me. I just need you to pull it in. It's coming to me. Say it again. It's coming to me. Say it again. It's coming to me. Joseph doesn't give a business card. Joseph doesn't ask for a meeting. Joseph doesn't request a sit down. Joseph doesn't have a website talking about I do dream interpretations. Joseph doesn't have an Instagram page. He doesn't have a Snapchat. He doesn't have a YouTube. He doesn't have a Facebook. He's got weird favor. I'm having you talk a lot tonight because I need your energy to be right. Say, and I have weird favor too. Watch me, watch me. Joseph, 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 Joseph is summoned before Pharaoh. I mean, he's summoned before Pharaoh. Joseph does what he's always done. He didn't do anything new. He did what he's always done. He just ended up doing it in front of somebody that could reward it. What if I told some of y'all what you already do in 2022, you're just going to do it. Watch me. With somebody that's going to say, wow, that's great. There you go. He, I need you to get this. He didn't do anything new. Because sometimes, here's the challenge. You're, you're trying to live a social media life where you're trying to outdo the last. One of my TikTok posts yesterday, it's got like 400,000 views today. Now, now I'm in my mind the whole day, I was mad. Because, like, now how am I going to outdo this 400000 tomorrow? <laughs> I was like, this is something to outdo. Like, this, that's the whole life. I don't even know how to outdo it. I was like, that wasn't even me in that one. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to take this out. Sometimes, some, sometimes, sometimes we have these things where we're trying to outdo what has been done. Not realizing that your favor will have you do what you've always done. It's just going to be seen by the right people. You don't need everybody to say yes. You just need one. 
Y'all better talk to me tonight. You don't need every employer to, to say yes. You just need the right one. You don't need every man to say yes. You just need the right one. You don't need every woman to say yes. You just need the right one. I need you to prophesy. Say, right one coming, right one coming. And then he becomes prime minister at age 30. It took 13 years because he had weird favor. Now, pay attention. Um, a weird year needs weird faith, focus, favor, and fasting. Fasting is what I taught you on Sunday. Now, listen, you've never heard a message like that on fasting. How did we shout like that on a fasting message at both experiences? Normally, fasting messages are, you know, kind of mundane because they'll be like, it's coming when it's going to come. Let me go eat. Matter of fact, let me place my order now. <laughs> Even last night on the preview, somebody was like, oh, this is about to call a fast. I said, you must not have watched Sunday. <laughs> you must have been working. <laughs> he didn't watch Sunday. What's me? Fasting means to abstain from food or to alter one's diet. And I taught you on Sunday that weird fasting is when you combine prayer and fasting together. And why is this important? Jesus said, Matthew 17, 21, however, this kind does not go out except by prayer and fasting. Pay attention. Many people will say, well, Bishop, I prayed and I fasted and nothing has happened before. What did I teach you on Sunday? If you missed it, go back, watch it or listen to the podcast. Maybe the issue is that you weren't doing wrong. You just weren't doing enough of what's right. Maybe you didn't fast properly because you told everybody you were fasting. See, the moment you make it public, watch me, the moment you make it public to people, that's your whole reward, which means I don't get the reward of the fast because them clapping and saying, ooh, you fasting is the reward. So some people, you walk around, and when you feel, ooh, ooh, I'm so tired. Why? We fasting. <clears throat> Can't do nothing but eat this, you know, eat these beans and vegetables. I don't even like vegetables like that. You know, but I'm getting some recipes, though. Look at me. Them, them looking at you, the Bible says that's your whole reward. Which means some of you are like, I fasted time after time, but the moment you did that, you voided the entirety of the fast. So you've never, watch me, for some of you, you've never seen the full results of your fast. Y'all better hear me today. You've never received and seen the full results of prayer and fasting together, but you're about to see it this year. The Bible says this kind. Somebody say this kind. And we're going to look at that in a moment. This kind, what does that mean? This family of problems. There's certain problems that are in a family, right? And what does it mean? They're related to one another, right? So they're difficult problems. These difficult problems do not go out. They do not change except by prayer and fasting. And I taught you that prayer and fasting means afflicting your soul. And what does that mean? You get out of your own way. Fasting is not going to change God. You not eating is not going to change him. It's going to change. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Make it personal. Say me. You literally will get out of your own way. So here it is. Let me remind you again. I'm giving you over 30 days notice. So you can do all of the ratchet eating you're going to do between now and then. All right? Or whatever you're going to do. Here it is. It is February 28th. Scrap a screenshot of this, please. Make sure you know, because I already know how church folk do. We're going to get a bunch of emails on the first. Are we fasting? If, if you don't. I already know what's going to happen. I already know, I already know what's going to happen. We're going to get a bunch of emails on the 4th. Now, where are the instructions? So what have you been doing for the last four days? It's right here. S 
scan that QR code, and it'll give you the Healing Scriptures booklet for the fast instructions. Please do not ask another harvester for fast instructions. Bishop, why do you say that? Because I know what happens. People will create their own fast instructions in their mind and then tell you it's okay. And then you're like, well, so-and-so said it's good. So-and-so didn't call the fast, and that's not what's in the Bible. So I just want you to do it. We're doing a 21-day Daniel fast. Everybody see that? Some of y'all ain't done it, and some of y'all don't have this healing scriptures booklet, and then you go, don't, don't ask me. Don't come down here and ask me. Don't, don't come down here and ask me, because I'm telling you now. All right, see how quiet it just got in the church? Like, dog, bishop! I just want you, I want you to be prepared in advance. Why? Because I need you to have praise reports from this. I need you to have results from this. I need you to be able to look back and say, this fast changed my life. And what are we doing? We're doing it two full years from when America went into lockdown because of the coronavirus pandemic. And for many of you, this fast is going to be your Joseph moment. Joseph was forgotten how long? For two full years. And this fast is two full years after the lockdown, which means this is about to be your Joseph moment. You're about to be called out of confinement, and you're about to step into the seat of a conqueror. I need you to open up your mouth and say, this fast is going to change my whole life. Uh-uh, I need you to act like you're going to see some supernatural things happen during this fast. It's 30 days away, but I need you to be able to give God glory for it in advance. One, two, three, give him glory right there. Go. Come on, Wednesday. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Open up your mouth. Say, this fast is going to change my life. Here's the question, though. When should you fast when we're not on a corporate fast? Because some of y'all... You got, some, you got some this kind of situations that can't wait 30 days. You have some things that if it's not changed by Monday, am I talking to anybody on campus or online? Who's got some situations where you're like, 30 days may be a little too long. I, watch me. Even if it's not an emergency, watch me, it's urgent. Why? Because I want to see it change before then. I just wonder if there's any radical faith people in here that say, I want to see it change by the 31st of this month. If you don't have radical faith, don't do nothing. But if you believe that by the 31st of this month, God can turn some... For those of you that had that type of faith, pop up one time and just turn around like he's turning it. Go. And won't he turn it around for you? Open up your mouth and say, yes, he will. So here's the question. When should you fast? Because maybe you need to fast before then. And I've taught a lot about fasting already. And I need you to go with me. Here we go. Uh, I've, I've done series on fasting. I've taught about fasting. So there's several different fasts. There's the 21-day Daniel fast. There's a water-only fast. There is a nothing fast. If you've never fasted before, I don't know if that's the one you start with. I've taught on before. Look at this. In Matthew 17, 15, and I gave you examples of fasting in the scripture. Matthew 17, 15, this man comes to Jesus, and I want you to pay attention to what happens. He says, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic. Now, this is interesting because he says, have mercy. Mercy is when God blocks something negative that you do deserve. So the question is, what happened that would have allowed this to happen to this young man? 
Was it something he did? Was it something his father did? Was it somewhere his father let him go? Was it a house his father let him go to? What in the world happened that would make this man ask for mercy and not grace? He says, have mercy on my son, for he is an epileptic. Now, that's a natural issue. If I say natural issue. Now, notice the son isn't speaking for himself. Who has authority over him is speaking for him. Which means, watch me, when, 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 when you, say me, whatever you have authority over, when you combine fasting and prayer, it's not just going to do something for you. It's going to do something for what you have authority over. Which means you may not be asking for yourself. You may be asking for your child. But God says because you have authority over your child, I'm going to deal with your faith, not your son's faith. Because you have authority over your business. I am not going to, I'm not going to look at your business. I'm going to deal with you because you have authority. See, whatever you're over, you have the impact and the ability to do something with. You got it? So look, he says, Lord, have mercy on my son. He is an epileptic. Say natural issue. And he suffers severely. That's a weird problem. What makes this a weird problem is that he's suffering severely from epilepsy. And I went into great depth last night on Instagram on the message preview because it literally is a, a dysfunction, uh, particularly with the mind. And th certain things will trigger uh, uh, certain epileptic seizures in an individual that they cannot control. Pay attention. In fact, to this day, they are, it's very rare that they're able to identify what's causing the seizures. All they know is something is controlling them. That's why in the Bible, the word used for epileptic is the word lunatic because it comes from the word lunar which means controlled by the moon in other words watch me whenever something shifts in the atmosphere it affects him we can't pinpoint what it is but it's something that's making him act this way let me see if I can make this real simple this is a spiritual problem because there's something unseen that's making something seen there's something behind the scenes that is affecting what's on the stage y'all not hearing me Many times you're only looking at the natural issue, but you're not paying attention to the fact that there's something spiritual behind it. So he has a natural issue, and, and the Bible says that he suffers severely. Say weird problem. For he often falls into the fire. Stop. It's beyond his control. Is there anybody? And there's some situations happening in your life where you're like, God, I wish I could control that, but I cannot control that. In other words, watch me. It's, this boy is not willfully deciding to jump into the fire. He's not willfully deciding to jump into the water. Something is triggering him and making him act a certain way. There's something happening that nobody can see that is impacting the way that everybody sees. Mm -mm, okay, we got to do some work right through here. We got to do some work right through here. He says he often falls beyond his control into the fire and into the water. It's become normal. So for him not to act like this would in fact be weird. Uh-uh. Okay, I got to back it up. Let's do the work. Let's do the work. Come on, somebody say, let's go to work. Say it. Say, let's go to work. He has this natural issue that's being caused by something nobody can see. Something is making him jump into the fire and jump into the water. He literally is being triggered and something natural is manifesting that nobody can see the source of it. 
this man doesn't go to a doctor. This man goes to Jesus. Because something in this man knew this isn't natural. This problem is spiritual, y'all. For some of y'all, there are things that keep happening in your life and you keep looking for natural solutions, but the problem is not natural. The problem is spiritual. There's something behind the situation. I wish you'd fist bump somebody next to you and say, this is spiritual. There are certain things that keep repeating in your life keep happening in your life, keep happening in your family, keep happening in your finances, keep happening in your faith. You have these ups, you have these downs, you have these lefts, you have these rights, you have all, and they keep happening, and you keep saying, I need to do these natural things. So you Google natural solutions. You go to a doctor, and I'm not knocking that, and you ask them before you ever pray. I'm not, I'm not knocking that. What I'm saying is, why have Jesus if the first person you're going to run to is flesh? Why have God if the first person you're going to run to is natural? I'm going to tell you the best thing you got going for you is God. I wish you'd open up your mouth, please, and say, this is spiritual. Because uh, some of y'all, you've been trying to figure out why do I keep going through these same relationships? There's something natural that I need to fix. And while that may be true, watch me, can I tell you the real source? It's probably spiritual. There's something unseen that is driving what is seen. Because the truth is, watch me, when you meet a certain type of person, you just jump in. You're thrown to the water and you're thrown to the fire. You know you shouldn't respond that way, but all of a sudden you just snap. I wish that some of y'all would be honest in here with me tonight. Well, you can even look at certain things that happen in you and you're like, I knew I shouldn't have acted that way, spoken that way, handled it that way. But something, watch me, something made me do it. Something pushed me to do it. I wish there were some honest people in here. It says, for he offered, you know you shouldn't be depressed, but yet you made an appointment with it. You know you shouldn't be discouraged, yet you made it. Bishop, how did I make an appointment? Because you went to the store to get ice cream. Y'all not going to say nothing to me. You went to the store to get all the stuff that you know you have when your depression appointments, with your anxiety appointments. You prepared to be depressed. You got ready to be discouraged. You send cryptic messages to people. If I'm not available for a little bit, this is rough through here. I'm apparently we're about to get some breakthrough in here tonight. Look, say it's spiritual. Look what the Bible says. He suffers severely for he often falls um, into the fire. Say beyond his control. Often. Hmm. It's become so normal that for him to change would be weird. Could it be you've gotten so used to dysfunction that function seems weird? Could it be so used, you're so out of order that order seems weird? You're so dishonorable that honor seems weird. He falls into the fire and into the water. Say extreme to extreme. Say up and down. Anybody, can we have an honest moment? But there are areas of your life where it feels like it goes from extreme to extreme. Thank you for the four honest people in this building. Where it goes up. Like you leave church, uh, 
And for some of you, the moment you walk in your house, and you say, I need some new furniture. Now, while you may, that may be true. If you still got that plastic on them couches, you may need some new furniture. It's spiritual. It's spiritual. There's something in your house that waits for you to get back. It sits and takes residence. There's something, watch me, you're like, I just don't know why I get so stressed when I go to work. It ain't the job. You could do that with your eyes closed. It's that spirit in the third cubicle. Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. Y'all not gonna talk to me. Y'all not gonna talk to me. Somebody say, this is spiritual. Every time you get close to breakthrough, all of a sudden you're ready to quit. You're ready to give up. You're ready to bow out. You're ready to back up. You're ready to play it safe. You're ready to use wisdom. That ain't wisdom. That's worry with lipstick. Holy Ghost, I need you right through here. Up, down, extreme to extreme. That's what this young man's life is. Watch me. And it's involuntary. There's something nobody sees that's affecting what everybody sees. There's something nobody sees that's affecting how he acts. There's something that nobody's, and I'm going to tell some of y'all tonight, there's some stuff going on in the spirit realm that is affecting what's happening in your natural life. And if you keep handling this the way you used to handle it, you're going to deal with it the wrong way. But I'm so glad you're sitting next to somebody that said, I'm about to do something weird this year. Instead of handling this naturally, I'm about to deal with this spiritually. Instead of getting mad and cussing folk out, I'm about to go into prayer. I'm about to get spiritual. I'm about to get spiritual I'm about to get I'm about to get here we go look at verse 16 so I brought him to your disciples come on we got to go so I brought him to your disciples but they could not cure him look at me the father brought him to Jesus a spiritual man Jesus didn't put on, on, on his ministry a uh, 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 medical doctor now, now Matthew's a tax collector Luke was a medical doctor Jesus never said, I'm a medical doctor. Notice the wording he used. I brought him to your disciples, but they could not cure him. Which means I came for something spiritual. But the moment I came for something spiritual, I wanted to then shift to something natural. No, no, no. Let me see if I can make this as plain as possible. He was expecting one particular solution. He was expecting Jesus to make him some type of potion, some type of medicine. Watch me, something to medicate him. Something for him to sip on. Okay, something for him to smoke on. Y'all ain't. Something for him to lay with. Y'all ain't. He was expecting one type of solution because he says your disciples could not cure him. He didn't use a spiritual word because the spiritual word would be healed. Are y'all still with me tonight? Now, now look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this, look at this. 
Verse 17. Then Jesus answered and said, here it is. This is what, this is what got me. The Lord, got, I mean, this was like, a, he got me with this. Here it is. Oh, faithless and perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him here to me. Look at me. Jesus' frustration wasn't the problem. He doesn't say, you foul spirit of epilepsy. He doesn't say, you wicked, unclean spirit that's making this boy jump around. He said, you faithless pervert. In the original meaning of the word. And that's deep. Because everybody was expecting Jesus to be mad at the spiritual issue. Instead, watch me, his frustration wasn't the problem. His frustration was how they handled the problem. And for some of y'all, you're like, Jesus, ain't you mad at this? He's like, no, I'm mad at the way you're handling this. How have you sat up under this teaching this long and you still handle this naturally? How have you been taught that the kingdom is in you and yet you're still walking around begging me like you're some dusty rug? You were born to rule and to reign and to conquer and subdue. And it looks like you're being ruled over, reigned over, conquered and subdued. He said, here's my issue. Y'all are faithless perverts. And I was like, God, like you're not even dealing with the epilepsy. Because Jesus said, this is not even the problem. Look at this. You ready for this? Faithless. Look at the screen. It means you're not faithful. You ready for this? Okay, if you don't shout off of this, no joke. Start my car and I'm ready to go. I got an early flight to catch. I can go to sleep now. Not faithful because you're unpersuaded. Faithful means consistent. He says you keep breaking consistency because you don't really think it works anyhow. You got to be begged to worship because you don't think it works anyhow. You got to be begged to tithe because you don't think it works anyhow. You got to be begged to give God going because you don't think it works anyhow. But I just wonder if there's some of us on campus and online that can say, I am fully persuaded that this Bible works. Come on, open up your mouth and say, I am fully persuaded that this Bible works. Say it again. I'm fully persuaded that it works. He says, you're not fully persuaded. You're unpersuaded. You're you're not fully persuaded. What persuade means is you have not been fully brought over to my side. He said, you come to my side when you want something. But if I don't do what you want, now you're a Muslim. You're a Muslim today now. Okay. You're a Buddhist today, huh? Okay. You're a Hebrew Israelite today. Okay. All right. All right. You, you believe in, in, in crystals and, and vibrations. Feel the vibrations. Doom, 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 doom. You, you believe in energy. Vibes. Joanne's got it. She's got that vibe. Y'all don't know that. Don't even worry about it. Don't even worry about it. 
Can't even manage. Just, just. <laughs> she said right over. She said right over, sir. <laughs> Look at this next one, though. This is what got me. You ready for this definition? This is what. G There's a whole boy jumping in fire and water, and Jesus says, "Y'all are my problem." He said, I ain't worried about the boy. He said, but did any of you ever ask the question, why am I allowing this to happen to the boy? I'm going to throw this mic at this whole section. Look at me. One who rejects, this is it. One who rejects or refuses God's inbirthings of faith. Okay, okay. Let me back that thing up so you get it. Let me back it up. He says, he says, what if this whole situation was created because I needed to birth something in you and you are rejecting what I'm trying to birth? Y'all not talking in you. What if I needed your faith to go up? What if I needed to birth something in you? What if I needed you to learn that you got more in you and you are literally rejecting, you're aborting. And then look at the next definition. Look at what pervert means. Look at perverse. Put it up. Perverse means this. Perverse means this. Come on, perverse. It means to misinterpret the problem. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. He says... You are faithless. All right, let's go back to faithless. I just need you to get this. He says, you're not faithful because you're unpersuaded. He says, you reject and you refuse my inbirthing of faith. In other words, God says, this whole situation is happening. And you're sitting there crying and complaining instead of saying, well, what is he birthing in me? See, watch me. For those of us that have ever had any situations like this where it was beyond our control, watch me. What did it do? It birthed prayer in you. What did it do? It birthed worship in you. What did it do? It birthed an excitement in you. What did it do? It got you to church. Come on, open your mouth. Say, it birthed something in me. Say, it birthed something in me. He says, he, he says you reject and you refuse my inbirthing of faith. And then perverse means, perverse means that you misinterpret your problems. Can I just let it sit for a second? And then we got to move real fast after this because we already supposed to be shouting. Y'all are making me labor to birth faith in you. Because by the end of this series, your faith is going to be, watch me, you're, you're going to be carrying it around like, you're about to carry it around. Watch me, you're going to be like Joseph. You're about to have twins, Ephraim and Manasseh. The Lord has made me forget and he's made me doubly fruitful. I need you to open up your mouth and say, Father, forgive me for being faithless and perverse. He said, you misinterpret your problems. You misinterpret. Perverse means you misinterpret. Every time something is tough, you misinterpret that as stop. 
Anybody? Wait a minute. Watch me. Every time somebody says no, you misinterpret that as stop. And I determined a long time ago, you telling me no just means not this way. You forgot that this way. I need you to finish your statement. Say, Lord, forgive me for misinterpreting my problems. I want you to consider this for just one second. The children of Israel walk out of 430 years of Egyptian bondage. And as they're walking out, look at me. Say, Bishop, where are they going? They don't know. He says, to a land I'm going to show you. And every time something got difficult, they interpreted it as what we prayed to get out of, let us get right back into. You prayed too hard to get off of those addictions to go back. Wednesday. You prayed too hard to get your self-esteem to let some crazy person trample over it. You, you. So, so, so let's look. We got to go. Verse 18. Or actually, let's back up. Problems are permitted to produce faith. And faith comes by hearing the word. Romans 10, 17. So when we come to church and we're hearing the word, watch me, the word that we're hearing is designed to help us deal with the problems that are designed to birth faith on the inside of us. You got that? Look at verse 18. And Jesus rebuked the demon. Natural issue, spiritual source. Natural issue, spiritual source. He didn't get a boy a potion. He didn't give him an EpiPen. I'm not knocking any of that. He didn't, he didn't do any of that. What Jesus did is Jesus said, look, there's something spiritual behind the reason this boy is that way. And for years, you've been dealing with the natural, but you have never dealt with the spiritual issue that's really at cause. And I need everybody under the sound of my voice to hear me. In 2022, this is going to be the year you get spiritual. You're about to break every generational curse off your bloodline. You're about to be the interruption to the dysfunction in your bloodline. You're about to be the curse breaker in your bloodline. You're about to be the line crosser in your bloodline. You're about to be the history maker in your bloodline. I need you to open up your mouth, shout, it's me. Look at somebody, tell them, say, it's you. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came out of him. Pay attention. And the child was cured. Pay attention. When we fix the spiritual problem, we've cured the natural problem. And for some of y'all, it keeps happening. Because God says, when are you going to pay attention to it, spirit? Somebody say, this is spiritual. This is, it keeps happening because it's spiritual. And you keep, yep, if I get another job, it's not the spirit coming with you. It'll just happen a new chick. Y'all ain't gonna say nothing to me. It'll just happen a new guy. If I just switch cities, it's gonna come with you. Why? Because it's in you. Say, this is spiritual. And Jesus rebuked the demon and it came 
out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. You know why I like the fact that they don't give him a name? They don't give him a name, which means that you can put your name right there. And was cured from that very hour. Do you not know on Sunday when we pronounced that at both experiences, that testimony started flooding in on Sunday morning? You're going to read them for yourself. From that very hour, things began to turn around. I need you to open up your mouth and say, from that very hour. Say, I sense things are changing. Here we go. We got to go. Verse 19. Then the disciples came to Jesus privately. They come to him privately after this public melee. After this public defeat. And they said, why could we not cast it out? Why could we not cast it out? out. You ready for this? We prayed, nothing happened. We tried and we failed. It's not working. But here's the bigger question. Here's a bigger question. Here's a bigger question because look at what the man says. Uh, 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 verse 19. Uh, um, or actually, let's skip back up and go to verse uh, 16. So I brought him to your disciples but they could not cure him. Verse 19, the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? You didn't even know what the problem was. You didn't even know what the issue was. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Uh, look, look, look. You didn't even know what needed to be dealt with. You ready? Some of you all keep consulting your peers. And this is the reason why, and it, but I think this, but I feel this, but I think this, and I think that, and I feel this, and I think that. They don't even know the source of the issue in the first place. He says, we brought him to your disciples, and they could not, they, they, they could not cure him. Verse 18, Jesus rebuked the demon. It came out of him. The child was cured from that very hour. 19, the disciples came to Jesus privately and said, why could we not cast it out? Look at verse 20. So Jesus said to them, we're almost done, because of your unbelief. Here's the problem. We don't have this epilepsy. This boy does. But your unbelief, watch me, makes it so that things that you have authority over have authority over you. So you walking around like a prisoner in your own house. You walking around like you're defeated when your God is king of kings and lord of lords. I need you to open up your mouth and say, my daddy is God. Come on. Who is going to mess with me? If God be for me, who would dare be against me? But you walking around and you got it reversed. You got it perverted. You have it perverted. What does perverted mean? It means it's, 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 it's not the direction that it should be. It's not the way that it should be. I think it's about to be some breakthrough in here tonight. I said I think it's about to be some breakthrough in here tonight. I said, I think it's about to be some breakthrough in your seat tonight. The devil should have got you when he had you. Why? Because tonight I sense somebody's about to break totally free. There's some spirits that's been in you that's about to leave you. There's some stuff in your house that's about to leave your house. There's some stuff on your job about to leave your job. On three, I need everybody to hold a breakthrough. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. One, two, three. Let's go. Here we go. And Jesus said to him, because of your unbelief, for surely I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed. Why are we talking about faith? He's an epileptic. 
why aren't we trying to get him to the finest positions? I need a job. Why am I not? Somebody the other day, they, they were, their, their job was messing with them about serving. And, and, they, and, and they were having some challenges. And I said, okay, so what you going to do? And, and they said, well, you know, well, I'm, I'm praying. I said, all right. He says, incidentally enough, I got a call unexpected. I got a call unexpected from, from my old boss. What's me? I didn't, I didn't send the resume. I didn't go to Indeed. I didn't go to Monster. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Watch me. My name was brought up. Then the day they told me, oh, I got the position and I'll be making more than I've ever been. That person's in this building right now. I wish you help on somebody next to you and just make this declaration and say, this is spiritual. Because we address the issue spiritually. Here it is. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're about to go. We're about to go. We're about to go. You ready? Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. He says, because of your unbelief, for sure I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for say your name. Look, look, look at the screen. He says, you will say to this mountain, and I taught you on Sunday, that a mountain is a metaphor for a difficult problem. Look, look at the screen. There are difficult problems. Watch me. They're not complicated. Here it is. I know exactly what needs to happen. I know exactly what needs to, this is not complicated. It's just, is there anybody in here tonight? Well, it's very simple what you need. It's very clear what you need. This is not complicated. This is difficult. And Jesus says, you shall say to this difficult problem, move from here to there and it will move. Stop. Look at the screen. Look at what Jesus actually said. For years, here's how you've envisioned the scripture if you heard it. You shall say to this mountain, move from here to there. The whole time you thought he was pointing outward. I'm going to talk over here because she got it. She got it. He, she got it. Watch me. He, he said, you shall say to this mountain, difficult problem, move from here. I only got four of y'all that got it. Come on, Facebook. Don't leave me hanging. The problem ain't out there. The problem has been in here. And I shall say to this mountain, move from here to there, which means get the heck up out of me. And the Bible says it will move. I need you to lay your hands on yourself and say every spirit that's in me, that's not like the Lord. I command it to exit me. Exit my house, exit my life right now. Release a praise right there. Come on, Wednesday. We're almost done. But some mountains are about to come out of you. Some mountains are about to come out of you. Some mountains are about to come out of. Move from here to there. The only place it's a difficult problem is in you. The only place it's difficult is in you. 
He said, he used to say, to this mountain. Move from here to there and nothing. How do you know that's what he's talking about, Bishop? Look at his next words. And nothing will be impossible for you. I don't like the faith of this section right here. I need y'all's faith to go up. I need y'all's faith to go up. Say, and nothing will be impossible for me. Look at somebody next to you. Say, and nothing will be impossible for you. Uh -uh. I need to stir some faith. We need to do some cross-pollinating. Can I get you to go to three people that you're not close to and just fist bump them, fist bump on my elbow. Say, nothing impossible for you. Go, go. Come on, Facebook. Come on, YouTube. Tag somebody. And nothing shall be impossible. 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 You ready? You ready? It is. So, we're done. Everybody stand. Everybody stand. Anybody online? When you combine weird faith, weird focus, weird favor, weird fasting, here's what you get. Say weird energy. Weird energy. energy in Greek is this word energeo. I'm, I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. I'm going to show it to you. Look at Ephesians 3.20. It's our last scripture. We out. I need you to get this. Say, I have weird energy. I want you to read this scripture with me. You've seen it before, but you're about to see it different. Because, because look at me. The reason your problems have seemed so difficult is because for some of you, you're, by the time you're ready to solve it, you're wore out. See, it's not complicated. It's just difficult. You ready? Ephesians 3.20. Now to him. Come on, read it with me. Who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. Stop. That's weird. Here we go. This, I don't know if we'll get past this line. All that we dare ask. Stop. God says, I dare you to ask me for it. You asking me for all this little stuff. God says, I dare you to ask me for something. That even when you say it makes you feel like, I don't even know if I should pray for this. I dare you to ask me to give you a miracle on Thursday. I'm about to give you a second opportunity Wednesday night live. Say, Lord, I ask you for a miracle for me on Thursday, January 27, 2022. Say, you dared me. I asked you, do it. Let me check my advanced play. People say it's already happened. Look at me. That we dare ask. I'll read the rest because I read fast. That we dare ask or think. So ask is to pray. Think is to imagine. Dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
All Joseph did was see the sun and the moon and some sheaves bowing down before him. He didn't, he didn't see his mother and father bowing before him and his brothers bowing before him and him being prime minister of Egypt because God will do super abundantly above all that you dare ask. Look at me. Most of y'all, your prayers, can I just be honest with you? What you ask for, you could do. It doesn't even require God. God says, ask me for something you can't do. That we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, or dreams. According to his power, look at me, look at me, that is at work, where? In us. Work there is this word, energeo, where we get our word energy, which means connecting. Here's, here's the definition, doing. So when we get rid of the mountain, what you going to do? If you no longer have your struggle, what are you going to do? If you're no longer worried about money, what are you going to do? Y'all not listening to what I'm saying. If you're no longer in crisis after crisis after crisis, I'm going to need you to stop creating new crises. Say, Lord, do super abundantly above all I could ask or think according to the power that is at work in me. I got weird energy. You're going to do things other people don't do. Well, other people are like, child, I worked all day. You're going to be like, and I'm going to go all the way up. I got weird energy. I do stuff that's, that, that, that regulars wouldn't understand. But because, well, let's make, because I've got weird energy. I pray when other people want to fight because I got weird energy. I give God glory instead of being uh, gloomy. Why? I got, I start clapping my hands even if I can't find nothing to clap about because I got, I start shouting, with, watch me, not because the team is playing, not because people are around me, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, I've got, I'm out here believing for things that, watch me, don't make sense to believe for. I'm setting dates for stuff I don't have nothing confirmed for, but I got, I wish you would sit next to somebody that had weird energy. Come on, say, I got weird energy. You sitting in here praying to be a millionaire and you don't even have a job right now. You got. You're talking about starting a business and you don't even know where to register the business, but you've got. Are you hearing what I'm saying?
I told you somebody was going to get breakthrough tonight. If you need something to break in your life by January 31st, I just heard the Lord say, I'm going to need to see some weird energy up out of you. If that's not you, don't do nothing. But for those of you that need something to happen by the 31st, I got weird energy. Other people are saying it ain't gonna happen for you. And you walking around talking about it's getting ready to happen. It's getting ready to happen. It already happened. I'm already driving it, already living in it, already sitting in it, already building it. It's we gotta go. We gotta go. about to go <laughs> if you're in here tonight if you're in here tonight you can be seated you can be seated if you're in here tonight some of y'all got weird energy like this if I can't sit down right now there's something working on the inside of me there's something working on the inside of me and even though I had a disappointing day there's something that tells me tomorrow I just need to talk to some of y'all where you've had some frustrating days but something in you says but tomorrow tomorrow I'll see it tomorrow I'll see it tomorrow I'll see it tomorrow I'll see it tomorrow I will see it I gotta go We have to go. 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 Say, I got weird energy. If you're in here tonight or you're online and you need to become a Christian, this is your moment. On the three, I just, I need you. To raise your hand if you're in this building online, do the hand wave emoji. Say it's me. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure wherever you're at, wherever you're at, you need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Say, I got weird energy. Come on, y'all, say, I got weird energy.
We gotta go. We gotta go. We gotta go. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord, or be sure. Online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me in this building. Just lift up your hand on three. No guilt, no condemnation, no sin. One, two, three. If that's you, respond right now where you're at. Right now where you're at. Online, do that hand wave emoji or say it's me. Everybody, real quick, pray this for me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. Your love is perfect. I am not, but you still love me unconditionally. I confess with my mouth, I believe in my heart that you are my Lord and Savior. Give me the grace to run this race and live my life for you. In Jesus' name, amen. You just prayed that prayer for the first time or recommitted yourself. Text that word decision to 877-552-4746 or scan that QR code. Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 877-552-4746 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life. Experiences are what people love the most about travel. Viator is a website and app where you can book travel experiences like hiking Mount Kilimanjaro in Tanzania or enjoying the views while cruising on a catamaran in the Caribbean. They offer everything from simple tours to extreme adventures. With over 300,000 bookable experiences in 190 countries, there's something for everyone. Plus, Viator's travel experiences have millions of real traveler reviews. So you have the information you need to book the best activities for your trip. When you book a travel experience with Viator, there's always flexibility and support with free cancellation, payment options, and 24-7 service. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10. That's V-I-A-T-O-R-10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.